What's up, guys? Welcome to the Short-Term Rental Pro Podcast. I am so excited today. This is going to be such a special episode. I'm joined by my beautiful girlfriend, Kate, who actually today, it's Kate's podcast. She's going to be interviewing me, and she's been along for the ride, been to pretty much every single one of our properties, and has been a huge part of this whole experience, and I'm so excited to have her here with us. I love that. Guys, I'm taking over today for Jeremy the host of the Jeremy Warden podcast. Short-term rental pro. Short-term rental pro podcast. <laughs> Either works, though. We'll make it work. Um, <laughs> And yeah, excited to be here. Awesome, Kate. So I guess you're going to be interviewing me, but can you guys, can you share with everybody your background, where are you from? And then I want you to like share in your perspective what it's been like, like dating me and all these different properties and okay. going from my portfolio being like really nothing to, to where it is today and yeah. 25 listings, I guess some, what are some things that some experiences that you've had along the way? It's so crazy. Cause yeah. I've, so Jeremy and I have been dating for almost two years, but I've known you for, I guess, five years ever is like before pre Airbnb business when you just had one property, which is so cool to think about, like how long I've known you for and seen you grow and develop into this awesome person and like with this amazing business. But yeah, I guess should I intro myself first and then get into that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so I'm Kate. (laughs) Other than seeing you're beautiful, what else is there? Yeah. No. So I'm Kate. Some of you guys might know me as Kate Max, the NYC runner girl. I spend a lot of my time running and interviewing people throughout New York City and wherever I'm traveling to, maybe LA this summer, TBD, maybe Chicago. But yeah, I have, I'm a host of a running interview series that's been really fun, that Jeremy really was one of the pioneers behind the series. So grateful for him for that. But yeah, live in New York City. Jeremy and I actually just got an apartment together. Our first- Signed a lease. Yeah, signed a lease, our very own apartment. I'm so excited. We're moving to Dumbo, Brooklyn. So I've been in New York City for almost 10 years And this is going to be my first time living outside of the city. Done a ton of boroughs, but I'm super pumped to do Brooklyn and And explore it. When you haven't been in New York in the last couple of years, where have you been? Yeah. When I'm not in New York, I am traveling with Jeremy. Like we are going to his Florida Airbnbs, his North Carolina Airbnbs, Colorado, we're in California occasionally, no staying at in California. somebody else's short-term rental kind of property, like your cousins. Mm-hmm. But yeah, typically it's Jeremy and I traveling, setting up new properties. But to take you back into what I remember about the early stages was St. George I remember property. St. George. Okay. It was almost two years ago now. I was fresh out of a relationship and I said to Jer- <laughs> and I said to Jeremy, I was like, I need to get out of New York City, which is a common theme throughout like our entire relationship is like me being like, I need to get out right now. (laughs) All right, fine. If you want to come, you can. (laughs) Yeah. And he was like, okay, my friends and I just bought this house. If you want to come set it up with us, you can. So I immediately was like, lake house, warm weather, not in New York. Let's fucking go. So of course I was like, let's send it, bought my flights. And it was then that I witnessed the first property that you set up with a group of friends, which was so cool, so fun. 
felt like a little like home renovation, like TV series in a way. I kept saying to Jeremy when we were there and I, this is probably me like missing the point of what we were there for, but I was like, this would be an amazing reality TV show. She did say that a lot. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that sounds nice, but like, yeah. we've got... Yeah, we've got, we've got work to do because to be real, like when you're setting up these properties and like when you first started out, you were setting up the properties with friends and like setting up properties with friends a makes for great reality TV show content. <laughs> but the reason why it makes for that is because there's so much drama when it comes down. There was to, a lot of drama. And I think yeah. Kate definitely was a huge, huge contributor, maybe the MVP. I don't think some so. Would say of the. I don't drama. think so. That's not true. That's not, guys, that's actually not true. What happened was I was like, I'm here because I need some time to relax. <laughs> I need to be by the lake. So I decided that I was going to paint a mural in the backyard on the dock, which is what I did. And and I, I just I chilled loved, out there. I love the initiative. Yeah. And Jeremy was, was like, there's a lot going on. Can you, let's not talk about me being like, I maybe I spent, overspent the budget on the dock. All right. Well, Kate, I would say that the murals, she she has drawn murals at multiple of our properties at this point. She's drawn that first, that the house she's talking about at the lake, and she's drawn murals in Florida. I love when she draws, draws murals. Paints. She does a great job. She doesn't tend to paint murals. She doesn't tend to finish it. She likes, she likes the concept of doing it. Yeah. And then a lot of these things require multiple coats of paint. It's mm. definitely a big process. Ideas definitely there. The visions there. She definitely finds them on Pinterest. And and I, I love the one time. I'm a really good. I'm so good at vision boarding, guys. And it's super helpful. Both of the murals she's painted, the one at the lake that's behind the bar, like that's that's one of our top five photos. That's one of the early moments. It is. And to even, be even fair, in Florida, same thing. It's I think it's our first photo has the mural in it. It's true. You guys like love when I'm doing these murals. Everybody's hating on them. They're like, I don't it's gonna it. be a disaster. And I'm like, no, just trust me. Trust the process. It ends up amazing, and it ends up literally being the main photo. So you guys were all like, Kate's not doing anything. Kate's la di da, like painting on the dock, it's like. Fast forward a few weeks, few months, and the first photo in all of these listings, or the first one of the first few photos, okay, maybe not the first photo, happens to be my mural. Yeah, well, I so, don't know. So I would say, and actually, I do think for the two listings you did the murals, they're actually are, are the first photo. Or okay, it's, it's in it. I'm not gonna say it's the whole photo, but like it is in the photo. I will say that the first property you said you're gonna do a mural. I was so excited. I gave you my credit card. I said, go do your thing. Okay, so and this then, is what happened. Let me talk about what happened. And then let's get into you, okay? <laughs> this is a lot about what's going on with Kate's brain when she's at these properties. I like to make things pretty. And as a girl, I tend to like to bedazzle things. And so I saw this table in on the dock. Basically, to paint the picture, Jeremy has these, like this beautiful lake house that he bought in North Carolina. And... A lot of your lake houses that you have now for Airbnb purposes have a nice dock on them where you can pull your boats into. And some of the docks have a bar area, like a little lounge TV area looking out onto the water. This bar area was like rotting, decaying. So I know nothing about construction, right? So I'm like, let's just patch it up. So let's bedazzle it. <laughs> <laughs> so Make I <laughs> went to Home Depot and I bought a lot of tile all different colors and like a glue stick basically <laughs> and we mosaic to the the deck and you guys didn't like that very much 
It wasn't that we didn't like it and think that they were nice tiles and that they were pretty. It was just the fact that after a day, I could go there and literally with one of my fingers poke a tile and have it just come right back up. Yeah, it wasn't uh, the sturdiest situation. It, it wasn't the right materials for the yeah. surfaces and the humidity. In addition, yes, there was a problem. It was a disgusting bar. It had yeah. bugs and stuff in it. There were like so, the, so many wasps under there. Yeah, the wasps weren't even the issue, but the actual boards themselves were like wet and definitely eroding. So the first thing you do with any renovation project, yeah, not even just saying this bar, but in general, if you have something that's broken or decrepit, you demo it. It's called yeah. demo, demo day. Yeah. So you okay, demo, okay, you but go you out learned... with the old yeah. and in with the new. Okay. What Kate did in that time was instead of going out with the old, she bedazzled the old. I did. So she put this very nice, they happen to actually be kitchen tiles. Yeah. on top of the outdoor bar so just wasn't the right material it ended but, up being pretty expensive but okay let's though let's pivot because <laughs> while i we can talk for a very long time about that because it, it honestly was really funny what happened but I would say it, it ended also, up being so fun though yeah and it forced me that particular project forced me to yeah. have to i think like, that made I, you like me because that, you were, the bar yeah the bar situation yeah i don't think that made me like you. i think it did you want to know why i think it did i think it made jeremy like me because he <laughs> this is what i knew he liked me was because this was an expensive error right yeah it was it was and it was at a time when i personally did not have a lot of money and i was raising money from literally my 24 year old right. peer friends right. and we were down to our last dollars right. like we didn't have any room for error like we ran out of money on the project and Jeremy still covered the cost of my error. I did. I put that on my personal credit card. I gave Kate my personal credit card and I ate it. I just ate it. I had to yeah. eat it because I because everyone was looking at me like, dude, what'd you just you really just let her do that? And I'm like, just I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I it's on my credit card. It's okay. It's gone. <laughs> okay. And it's yeah. fine. It was fine. It ended up being fine. The mural was beautiful and yeah. incredible job with the mural. And I mean I went to Home Depot and I got wood and I broke out the old and I put in the new and it looks great now. So it does. It yeah. forced me to have to spend a day and drive to Home Depot and actually do it the way it probably should have been done to begin with. Yeah. But whatever. It's fine now. The bar's still there. Yeah, we found out the that mural's it... still there. We haven't done any touch up paint on it and it still looks good. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. So now so let me bring this back to you. Okay. <laughs> so North Carolina, as you guys can tell, was an experience, right? It was very fun to be with a group of people decorating a house. Really reality TV show content. Okay. I wanna ask you, like, what made you want to do that what inspired you to because you already had an airbnb you had your family's lake house that you guys were listing out what like sparked something inside of you that you were like oh let me buy this house with a group of friends yeah so i had at that point i was managing several houses one of them being a house that i partner yeah partnered with my family on was one of the houses i was managing but the rest were just houses I was managing for external homeowners. And I could see, wow, all these houses at this time on this lake were making a lot of money. And we had, if you recall, we had friends, and you came too, mm -hmm. July 4th, beginning of COVID. So 2020, yeah. July 4th, yeah. had several friends, including yourself. I think this was another instance of you being like, get me out of New York. And I'm yeah. like- if you want to come, you can come down to North Carolina for July 4th. 
So at that point, I had started my boat rental business and I had several boats on the lake that were renting out. I had a couple or several co-hosting clients. And I remember just like showing like Karosh, for example, who was with us down there, my Airbnb account, just being like, yo, dude, people are like paying a lot of money for these houses. And he was an investment banker, like he knew investing. And he was just like, what the heck? Are you, what is this numbers? I was like, yeah, people are paying four or $5,000 a week for these houses to rent them. And he's a smart guy. He could do the math in his head. He knew it was very right. lucrative. Okay, so you so, had friends that were interested. Yeah, I had friends who just expressed interest. Okay, and so then- so, I was like, all right, I'm down. Like, okay, so then- Like my fan, like I could only, we were tapped out as yeah. a personal, like I was tapped out. Like I- Okay, I so then walk with, me- I could do with my family. Like, right. I had to do other people. Okay, so then walk me through this was- after you figured out that this was a good investment, you knew that this lake was going to be profitable. What was the process of finding that first house? Yeah. So at that point, I had a comp set because I had man, I was managing several. So I could see that, you know, this one of these one of these houses is pulling in. Let's say that our six bedroom house is pulling in one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars a year. Our four bedroom house is pulling in that I'm managing is pulling in ninety thousand a year. Our three-bedroom house is pulling in seventy thousand. All right, looks like the six-bedroom houses are the ones that pull in the most. So I found a six-bedroom house on the lake. It was technically a four-bedroom, but we converted to six. That was, I think, it was like five hundred and eighty-five thousand at the time. So based off the purchase price, based off our comparable property, I could say I have a pretty high confidence that the place will make about this much money. And obviously, I can tell how much it costs because that's what it's listed for online and do the math and figure out, it's, it's just do, it's called a pro forma financial analysis. Do the math, I've actually built software to this point to do pro forma financial analysis. Shout out BNB Calc. And just run the numbers and get an idea of how much it's gonna make and how much profit it'll have for the investors. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I know talking about numbers and profit is not Kate's favorite. No. <laughs> favorite. That's where she gets disinterested. Number, I, I'm like numbers and profits and I'm like. She's like, how did she would have rather I said like, how did I know it's good? Because no. it was so pretty. No, that's not true. View. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> that I said Listen, numbers. I think that everybody brings different strengths <laughs> to a relationship, a friendship, a work partnership. Let me tell you, I bring a lot of strengths and they are not crunching the numbers those are not my maybe job. that's my job so you got your friends you, they were down okay so now tell me how do you then once you have the house how do you then manage the house and how do you ensure that it's going to be profitable and how do you manage those relationships because you i think are the property manager for that house that you invested in with x amount of friends yeah at this point so that was even that was two years ago and it's crazy to think how far have came in two years and there's I mean there's a lot of how Kate has been to like many of them but there's even a lot more that have even stood up and I haven't even really been to that like some of them I set up completely remotely at this point so yeah at this point I'm accustomed to doing pretty much like when we closed on the last house we bought Kate and I were in Paris France yeah when we closed on the home it got rented a month later so it got renovated furnished while Kate and I were in Europe it got set up and Kate was mad at me for working while I was in Europe, but I was Jeremy literally- worked. Let's just say this. Every girl's dream. This is our first shift to Paris. I was buying a house. I was Jeremy worked the entire time. That's an exaggeration. So when they say passive income, 
Trust me, guys. There is no such thing as passive income. All right. That's, I think. That's true. And Kate took the time literally off her job, whereas I was like, oh, I'm going to go remote work in Europe. So it was a definitely a yeah. difference in. Our Paris trip was a whole other situation because I don't. So what happened was Jeremy's passport ended up being not eligible to travel. So we and so whatever. So we were supposed to leave a week prior, which is, I think, when you had blocked off your calendar. Yeah. And then what happened was we ended up leaving a week later because we got to the airport and we were initially supposed to fly out. And they were like, you actually can't travel today like you your passport expires in less than three months. And, you know, yeah, tangible tip for you guys, not short term rental related, but check your passport expiration date when you go out of the country. Yeah. That was something I had to learn the hard way. Yeah. If your passport doesn't have a certain month period of eligibility left on it, you can't go to certain countries. So I I learned that the hard way. But essentially, all it made it happen was we had to leave a week later. But yeah, I literally have a benefit to being self-employed. Because like, I also, at this point, I don't only do Airbnb investing. I also have a software business. I have a coaching program. So like people block times with me. Yeah. You know, so like, you were able to block off your own calendar. So yeah. Cool. So I blocked off the week that we were supposed to go, but then we didn't go that week. So the next week I had things on my calendar. So I'm so sorry. Yeah. Honey, I was at a... I went it was to a, fine. It was fine because he got another property. Okay. So I want to do some rapid fire questions. Okay. So quick answers kind of thing. To answer your question, how do I do things completely remote? I didn't. I don't think I asked that. Oh, like how do you do things from afar? Uh, Well, we can. I can ask you that. Or rapid. Apparently, Jeremy wants to answer the question. No, no, no. You do things. No, you're you're in charge. Sorry, sorry. No, that's a good question. Let's add that in. All right. Okay. If you insist. Yeah, I am insisting. (laughs) So you you have a virtual operation and you have an in person operation. The virtual operation for short term rentals is guest communication, ordering supplies, uh, dealing with the calendars. So I have a team of virtual assistants in the Philippines who is in charge of guest communication. Okay, but let me slow you down. When did you decide that it was a good time to hire virtual assistants? Because for a while you were doing it on your own. I was, I was. And I will admit that I was doing that and that was really in the thick of things when I was physically setting up properties too. Mm -hmm. Like I was literally going house to house. Kate would come for a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And actually in a lot of times I was doing physical work with my hands on the house too. Yeah. yeah, I think when I got to 13 listings, it's probably like May of 2021, I think I just had a realization at some point where I was like, all right, first of all, this is the last house that I am not going to do another house until my business is for better or worse automated. And I knew that I needed a team, a virtual team. Because at that time you had... So basically to, to back it up for people... So when we were talking earlier in this app, like podcast about Lake George, like St. George, the prop, the lake house that we set up in 2020, 21, 2021. Okay. So can you explain to people what happened from 2021 until now? So let's go like rapid fire, like 2021, you at that time had your family's home and then you had your group purchase. And I had and then several what properties that I was managing. Yeah. Um, but so what happened? Yeah. So we did St. George and- Property did great, got it up, started getting booked. So my group of friend and my group of friend investors, well, that mm-hmm. was the first time I've actually ever said that word. Yeah. Friend investors was stoked. They were super happy and wanted to do more. So decided that the next place we would buy was at that point, the lake, unfortunately, the numbers stopped working at the lake. So we had to go somewhere else. And it was we wanted to try somewhere else out. 
So then we did Florida. So we did Florida in October of 2021. Kate was there for that. She drew a mural. Yeah. And that went really well too. Got that set up. It was cool. The weather was incredible. So then you the were winter. like, let's do another. Let's do another. Yeah. And then set up and then uh, did another. And at that point, Florida started becoming, actually went from Florida and then did one in the Smoky Mountains. Kate has actually never been to that one. And then did another one in Florida. And keep in mind, while doing this, so these were properties we bought, but also was just adding arbitrage properties too. But for arbitrage, all you got to do is throw in furniture. Like you don't have to actually renovate the home. So really don't actually have to be there because you just need furniture assemblers. Like, whereas when you buy the home, you actually do, we do a lot of renovations on them, which. Okay. So yes. So what is happening moving forward now? So you have a lot of properties with friends, right? Like co-investments or you have a few. Yeah, I have several. And several. now where is your mindset? You want to do some like individual. Yeah. The thing is I, the reasons I couldn't in a perfect world, I would have just I would have just came out the womb buying my own houses. Mm -hmm. I would have done that as a baby. Yeah. In a perfect world. As a little baby. As a little baby, like the little E-Trade baby, except yeah. for buying Airbnb properties. Yeah. But didn't have the didn't have the money, didn't have the financing. I didn't get a credit card until I was like 21-ish years old. Yeah. So that's a huge component in getting a loan from a bank is like your length of credit history, which at this point I was 23, 24. So I didn't have long credit history. So I couldn't get a loan personally. So I had to work with other people and leverage their cash, leverage their financing, and also just made it more, definitely made it more enjoyable. Right. So let's talk about- people. But now right. I can. Now I actually, yeah. knock on wood, I can okay. buy a house myself. So I'm actually under contract right now to buy a property. Honestly, by the time this probably gets released, hopefully actually close on the house because I just feel like it's like, you guys don't understand. I've been doing this for a couple of years. I've been grinding like blood, sweat, and tears. And I've had a dream, even though I've bought at this point eight houses, I've had a dream of just buying my own house. And this month it should happen. So hopefully by the time you guys hear it, it's actually happened. Yeah. Jeremy's really excited about getting his own property, which is awesome. And it's a beautiful house. Okay. So let's- And then I'm going to do another. Right. And then okay. I'm gonna do another. Let's <laughs> switch it up because I like the fun. I- this, these are like more technical questions, but let's get to the fun questions, okay? This is a fun, fun episode. For yeah. You. So we'll do some rapid fire, okay? Sure. First question. What's the craziest or most bizarre experience you've had with an Airbnb guest that stayed at one of your properties? I've had a lot of weird things happen. I've had what about traumatic the last things happen. There was one that happened. Very recently. The thing is, I have so many guests at this point. Like I have so many. It's when you have 25 listings. Can you give me a hint? I can't even remember which well, one. I want one crazy. We'll talk I was like, about I can think of a couple of the last few weeks. Just tell me your, the one that pops into your mind. It doesn't have to be your craziest because I'm biased because I only know a few of them. So what's your craziest Airbnb experience? Okay. If you ask craziest. So during COVID, there was a lot like bars weren't open. There weren't really many outlets for partying. And a lot of people, what they would do is rent Airbnb properties and have bangers. Fortunately, that's subdued. But I did have one instance where a property I managed, they had a Project X, like an insane party that literally at the time I was actually looking like I was looking and I was under contract on a house in Florida. And I just packed up my bags, got in the car and drove up. 
to North Carolina because it was I, so bad. Honestly, at the time, I thought it was like the worst thing ever. Like, I literally thought it was like the end of the world. Like that feeling in my stomach, I remember. Like I, I like couldn't breathe. Like it was. Yeah. It was nauseating. It was extremely traumatic. It was traumatic too because you were managing a high-profile person. I was. Out. I was. Yeah, that was definitely a variable. It was a some the, per- the person that owned the property we, that he's. I don't want to say who it is. We don't have to. Yeah, I'm not going to say. But she's. Who it, is. it was like a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, and she was also a very dramatic person. Like yeah. literally, that's what her celebrityness was. was yeah, was drama. Being a, a, dra- a dramatic human being. So. She honestly, and she, to be frank, wasn't even as dramatic as one of her family members who was like so dramatic. Okay, was, but that was, it was a an crazy, extreme situation. I was yeah. like, this isn't, I just remember thinking, cause I'm like in my own, like my stomach is, feels like a endless pit. And I was just like, oh my God, this is nuts. Okay, so like, let's I'm, go through the details. I'm not a drama person. Let's like, go through, give me quickly, like some of the details that was like, why was it, why was this project, why do you, why are you classifying this party as a Project X party? First of all, I personally have videos. <laughs> yeah. They have not been shared and I, pro- I will not share them. But Wait, I, I've never seen the videos i keep them to myself i don't even know where they are wait i want to see them i will show it looks like i'm showing kate the videos first of all it looked like i'll just say you had like people jumping from like the rafters and other people catching them they were like gunshots so that yeah physically seeing it was one another was i called the local sheriffs and i was like hey do you guys have a report of this and they were like oh yeah we have a report yeah we had police go there like multiple times i'm like why didn't they stop the party and they're like, I don't know. It just says here because they were repelled by gunshot bullets. Yeah. Okay. So and that's I was crazy. like, what? <laughs> and then my heart and then my stomach even stank even farther because I'm thinking cops got shot. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Not funny. That's crazy. Okay. Next rapid fire question. What is the most unusual or memorable request a guest has ever made during their stay? unusual or memorable request yeah is this something specific you're asking about no this is top of mind this is top of mind yeah i'm just like i don't know oh okay i was like are you asking me something specific okay like that you know about no unusual request see the thing is once you have just had so many guests at this point like it's just there's so many things to to think of but i'll just say one group they didn't necessarily request this, but they booked the house to film like what they said was like an indie film. Oh, God. And which I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Make sure to send it over. That sounds fun. And then turned out that they actually shot like an adult film, an adult film, like a pornography at yeah. the property. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That did happen. That was crazy. And they never said And you just me. had something recently like that. Jeremy, we won't ha- we won't say it like in detail but basically jeremy got a very graphic video sent to him the other day over airbnb Airbnb. messenger that was yeah Yeah, i was a guest thank you guys for the property like i used it to film an OnlyFans like photo shoot yeah hope you guys like it yeah and she like (laughs) sent it to them yeah Ah! i was i saw the fun i don't really try to open the airbnb app and look at messages at this point yeah you have people that are doing it for you so i got it screenshot and sent to me and yeah. I was like, oh, crap. And then like, that was the only time Jeremy hasn't let me like see his phone. I was like, let me see. I, I don't, you don't want to see this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next question. What is the most unexpected thing that you have learned from Airbnb? Unexpected. I would definitely say with Airbnb to expect the unexpected, like anything that 
can go wrong will go wrong is like the, the mentality I have. Like, for instance, whenever you buy a house, I have the belief now that pretty much like every system in the house is going because like a lot of these houses I buy are like rural houses that no one's lived in for a long time. So this past weekend, for example, the water heater went out at the newest lake house property and it was a holiday. It was Labor Day. Yeah. So there was literally no, and this is super rural area, so there was no plumber who was willing to go out and replace the water heater. And that's just the type of thing. It's expect, it's expect it. I should expect the unexpected. What was your question? It's just, what have you learned? So it's basically like, you have so much random shit happen that you're like constantly learning like random new things. New things, things are going to happen. Yeah. yeah, like things are going to happen that at this point, it's like something new, unique that happens. I'm not like in shock by it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. On to the next one. Okay. So this is my next question. This is personal, guys. So Jeremy, as somebody that decorates homes for a living, <laughs> look at him smiling. This is personal. <laughs> I knew this would be personal. How do you feel about me decorating our apartment together, our home? Honey, darling. <laughs> and uh, guys, just to clarify here, I have a design background and this is how crazy he gets. Yeah, tell me. I don't think it's crazy. Yeah, so I do create these experiences, these short-term rental <laughs> So I have, I'm pretty, I don't want to say like I'm a interior designer, but I feel like I'm good at it. And also I have a pretty good thought for functionality. Whereas I would say Kate, I love her to death. <laughs> I would say functionality is not her strong point. That's actually guys, let me just clarify. That's actually not true. The problem is that Jeremy has never seen me create a space before. And remember when I renovated that closet that we had? She did a great job with the closet. And you at the time were like, oh, she's functionally off. And I was like, no, trust me. I know it's going to be good. She did a good job with the closet. So then I don't understand why you keep saying- I'm letting you do this against my yeah. grudge my See, grudges i'm allowing yeah, it i'm yeah. giving you the green light he's such like a little control freak over this whole situation i'm so just I, trying to do my office that's the one thing no where... we're not putting black up in the office I, jeremy I, wants like a full black wall i'm like i want to make a studio for you guys i want to literally make a recording studio but look, this is for beautiful everybody. and white with plants and yeah but it also helps to have one in your apartment we're gonna have... i'll still be here don't worry that's gonna be part of our don't worry we're going to be making, because I want to be able to film stuff too. So we're going to make, we have a, our set the stage of our new apartment. Kate's very excited about our new apartment. I'm so excited. She guys. had only let us get an apartment that had a wooden beam that yeah. came from the top. Listen, I have had this goal of having a loft style apartment in my head for years. And like, personally, I haven't had my own apartment since pre-COVID because I subleased from like different people, lived at my parents' place for a little bit. So this is like my first home. So I'm just so excited to be able to decorate it and make it like a really calming and beautiful space. Kate calls me like several times a day right now. I've put to together talk about listen setting up designing listen, this house. I've I'm put like, together I've put together mood boards. I've put together a 3D model of the apartment, which was very she's hard. She's never done any of this for any of my the Airbnbs. Yeah. She's never even <laughs> Yeah. You don't know what I'm capable of, Jeremy. I'm excited. Maybe you can use this strength <laughs> and you can see put you to work on on yeah. maybe the house I'm buying right now. Mm -hmm. Or maybe the one we'll do after that. Yeah. <laughs> now that I know you you're such a she's literally been creating 3D models. <laughs> For the house. Honestly, I was shocked when I saw it. And I was like, dang, this is actually pretty 
because we don't even have the dimensions. Yeah. And I was like, actually, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, I figured it out. Did you like take our videos and create a 3D model off it? Like, yeah. Yeah. did you draw it yourself? Yeah, I or? watched a bunch of YouTube videos on how to create a 3D model. It so that's what all you've been doing the last few days. I spent probably six hours doing this, guys. And let me tell you, I figured it out. <laughs> so she'll never, she hasn't done it for the Airbnbs, but for her dream loft apartment, that is when she actually this is why <laughs> i am a firm believer that you have to visualize the life that you want and right now i'm literally visualizing and crafting my new apartment my new home can you visualize this next vacation house we're gonna buy but we're gonna also have guests stay there paying for it the north carolina one or well one? no the, the one, one after that the whatever one later next one yeah like i'm not, not gonna say where i'm doing like it. the grand just, long point one <laughs> i'm not gonna say where i'm doing it but some it will be somewhere i don't know where yeah for sure All i right. can't wait to see that one we'll see time will tell maybe we'll have yeah. kate back and she'll would have done a 3d model for yeah an airbnb property maybe my next oh that'd be fun yeah i should do that she can show it she can pull out the phone yeah well, you have screenshots of the... the I do. I can't. It's hard to show on this. But if you look at my Instagram or DM me, if you want to see Kate's 3D models, I'll show you them. Yeah. What other questions you have, honey? Okay. Oh, here's a good one. Okay. How do you stay up to date on industry trends and what's going on? I just look at a lot of Airbnb listings. I look at a ton. I look at them all the time. I see what amenities hosts are providing. I see who's killing it. I always am trying to see who's out there making money and what are they doing and how can I do what they're doing and do better. Mm-hmm. I see who are the pros are. I go out there. I have a list of Airbnb accounts that I consider like my pro list. And I literally look at their listings. I look at where they're investing, what types of properties they're investing in, how they're setting up the properties. And I try to copy and paste it to what I'm doing. Right. And they try to copy and paste what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So let's talk about this. So five years from now, where do you see yourself? And then 10 years from now, like where can we see Jeremy Warden? Where do I see us? You can talk about, yeah, if you want to do how that How many too. kids do we have? In five years, I don't know how many kids, maybe one, two. I'd say two would be, eh, yeah. maybe one and a half, maybe yeah. one on the way. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, like I'm someone who I feel like I don't, maybe one of my weaknesses is thinking like five years out. Like I'm definitely very like, all right, this is what I'm doing now. This is what I'm doing next. And I know that if I continue doing what I'm doing for a really long time, it'll be great. Yeah, but guys, but- that's that's actually, so, okay, that, that, that makes sense. And I feel like a lot of people do that, but I also feel like it's so important to plan. And to I've, heard, I've had some mentors I've talked to who say, it can be like, a you got to know what exactly your goal is. You don't have to, I actually disagree with that. You don't, you do not have to know exactly what your plan is or what your goal is, but you should have loose ideas of like where you see your life going. Like for me, it's like, I have a running interview series, right? Like I used to work in branding. I worked as worked in advertising for six years before I was able to do this. So like I could see myself doing multiple things. Like I could see my advert, my interview series leading me into working in-house at one of the brands that I'm growing a relationship with, which running community marketing, which would be so cool. I could see myself running com- community marketing, literally, literally running <laughs> community marketing. I could Not see myself here. like I could see myself like coming out with my own brand or like my own product that is really aligned with me and what I love. 
So like those are two specific avenues and I could see myself writing a book one day about something fun and maybe a children's book. I don't know. Yeah. But so, okay, what it like what could you see yourself doing? Yeah, I mean I've definitely found a business that I'm passionate about. I like creating these properties. I wanna have more of them. Yeah, I wanna own I've done arbitrage, I've done co hosting, which has been awesome, which have really allowed me to scale my portfolio, have more employees, have economies of scale build my cash flow but at this point i definitely want to buy properties and just continue to do that so i think i'll probably try to buy two a year so five years from now we'll own 10 more 10 more houses at least and also probably want to try to get into like boutique hotels and like i'll the 10 houses will kate at this point we'll own them together potentially yeah see technically like, our new apartment is I'm solely on the lease because of this whole thing. So just there's we don't have to get into that. But <laughs> real estate, you got to do things in real estate to whatever. Let's that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. But <laughs> that's a fun five years from now, theory, potentially where things are going. These houses that I'm buying now are not my houses. They're our houses. Yeah. And I was, did you blush? But then I uh, smiled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would love the but the thing is with me is like eventually I want to have like our own properties that people don't stay in. No, that's totally so sure. hopefully that's part of your plan too. Sure. That but I love it. your goals for Airbnbs, obviously. Yeah, totally. So do you want to buy a building? Yeah. So also I want to get into larger scale projects. So that would be a boutique hotel, yeah. a big glamping resort. Those will be things I'll raise money for because those are gonna be things that cost like probably millions and millions of dollars. Like under the canvas. Is so yeah, cool. that would be awesome. So to do some large scale projects that you guys listening, like probably going to ask you guys or to rate if you guys want to invest in them. So that's big projects in addition to like personal portfolio growth. And then also, well, so I like software. I like building our software company. Yeah. I like creating tools that help people I like that I'm working with others at this point, helping them succeed. But yeah, something. I want to talk about that. Okay. So you want to build out your software company, which I think is so cool. Maybe do other software companies. Well, but okay. It will be the same thing, but we'll yeah. like, we'll, you know, we'll pivot. Yeah. Cause you guys have such a cool team for your software company that yeah, I think has gosh. a lot of legs. Yeah. Um, but no, you said something that like stood out to me, which was about like igniting your community. Do you want to, so do you see yourself in five years doing more like panel events for people and like really creating a community of Airbnb investors? Like I know you love like your coaching program. Yeah, I like people. I'm a, I definitely like human beings. I like people. Maybe that's why I also do being in short-term rentals because it is a hospitality business. And I like when people are happy when they're having lifelong experience the thing with our properties is they have people have memorable experiences that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives that's what they tell us they said yeah. this will be my grandma they send us pictures of their grandma catching a fish on the dock yeah like or, they love like, going I, to the lake i love that like that does hit pulls my heartstrings when i see little kids like smiling Aww. on our boats like whatever it may be i do like that and then for the coaching program it's great because ultimately my job is to help the trajectory of someone's life. Like short-term rentals changed my life. When I started, I was working for someone else. I was going into an office that's actually not that far from here every day. I had to be there by 10 and like I probably couldn't, if I left at 5.36, that was like, I was leaving too early. So I had to stay there at 6.37, 
So I didn't really have, if I went on a trip, like Tate, if we went to Paris, France, I couldn't just block my calendar for a week and say... No, because you have your own company. Yeah, exactly. So I have, that has been something that have been able to build for myself. Yeah. It has changed my life. I honestly think, to be frank, like that's helped change your life. Like me having the time to help you yeah. with everything. If I didn't have that time and freedom and creativity or ability to be creative on my end, like I probably wouldn't have been able to be very helpful to you Yeah. and my loved ones, like my loved ones, including yourself, but the people around me, like. I can give a lot of time and energy and thought to like them in their situations. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing for others. Yeah, you are. You're really good at that. Jeremy's yeah. a very good connector of people. He also helps people a lot. You do. You give a lot of like mental bandwidth to other people, which is cool. Yeah. For those who are willing, I mean, for my program, I'm like, what is your goal and objective? That's the first question is what's, what do you want? And can I help you? That's, yeah. that's the first thing. And if I'm like, I love it. You, I can't, or maybe because it's unclear what you want or like, you want it, but you don't, you're not going to appreciate the process to getting what you want. I'm not the right person for you. And I say that. Yeah. But it's if, like finding a therapist. You got to find <laughs> the right coach. So people, some people aren't a match. Yeah. Some people okay, also, but, if you guys follow me online, I'm pretty authentic. Like I'm pretty real. Like yeah. I'm not trying to sell anyone on some fantasy. No. We live a great, incredible life. Like we're about to move to a beautiful apartment. Like yeah, we have beautiful. incredible real estate all over the place, but like it's I'm not we're not just living some fake life like we're real human beings so I connect with those people and those are the people who reach out to me which I love I freaking love it and their goal is a lot of times they're to you know maybe they are in a job and they want to get out of it and they know that short-term rentals is a great way to build an additional income stream to get them out of their job and I'm I am uniquely well suited to help them do that and I am helping folk do that I have a bunch of examples already where I've helped folk do that. So that's that is what I like. That is awesome. Like I it means a lot to me to know that I can actually change the trajectory of someone's life and free up their time to do what they want to do on a daily basis. Yeah, that's amazing. All right. What should we say for the final wrap of this podcast? What do you want to talk about? Yeah. So normally what I ask people when I'm the host is like switching it up guys jeremy is the host again i usually ask people like what their pro tip is what's your tangible pro tip that you can share with our listeners do you have one do you have a tangible pro tip what do you mean by a tangible pro <laughs> like a real thing that they can implement in whatever they're doing okay yeah i feel like i have so i feel like i have a few i think that the one thing that has always helped me is like consistency and just being consistent in what you want to do if you really enjoy doing something, then just implement consistency in your life with that one thing. Do it over and over again and eventually you'll get better or it could lead into something else. But yeah, I think consistency and like healthy aspects of your life are so important, whether it's career or your hobbies. Like for me, I've been so consistent with like my running, like my entire life I've liked running. And then I started like thinking a few weeks ago, I was like, I love running and I love running with other people. So what if I started doing an interview series online? And that's when my running interview started. And at first it was like, is this embarrassing? Is it blah, blah, blah. I had to adjust the framework a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But it really, for anything that I've ever had success in has come down to not being the smartest, not being the best, but really just being the most consistent. So I think that's my pro tip to everybody. If you really love something, be the most consistent at it. Just keep showing up for yourself every day. 
Beautiful. Are you going to ask me what yeah. is a quote that I live by? Yeah. What is a quote that you live by, Jeremy? Miss every shot that you don't take. That's true. Aww. For those listening on Spotify, I just kissed her. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening on Spotify, I was just kissed. But yeah, I'd say pro tip that or something that I try to do is don't overthink things. Like I think a lot of people like me, I'm an overthinker. Kate's an overthinker. I'm not an overthinker. I'm a spiraler. So I <laughs> go from overthinking into this like endless wormhole down my brain. And I'm I think of every single I don't know. I'm obsessed with the concept of how you're being perceived. She which, is. Uh, I'm like, how am I being perceived right now? And that's a really interesting th thing to think about that you guys honestly shouldn't spend that much time thinking about because it's let me tell you but she also does social she does social media for a living yeah whereas to be frank i don't really think about that like at all like i for example with my business i just think all right what are my goals let's get them done i don't overthink it i do lie in bed and i have thoughts that are creative and oh i should do this i should do this but I just do it. I write it down on my list. I guess my tangible tip is make a list of things and just do them. Don't overthink it. Don't have don't have analysis paralysis. I think a lot of people, they tend to like, they need everything to work perfectly. And if it doesn't work perfectly, they think of it as a failure. And I see that a lot of times with folk who like are wanting to do a deal. You don't have to buy your first property if that's gonna be a huge life make or break investment for you from a short-term rental standpoint, rent a property. If you don't even want to rent it, try to manage it for somebody. Try to co-host and just do it. If you want to if you want to co-host, all right, what are the steps I need? If I want a rental arbitrage, how do I get in front of landlords? Like just think of it one thing at a time and just execute on it. And that's the only way you're going to get going towards your ultimate goal is if you decide on the path you want to take and you start walking. If you don't yeah. put on, if you don't lace up the shoes and get going down the road, how are you ever going to get to your destination? Just because you don't have a car or a private jet to take you to your destination doesn't mean you shouldn't try to get there. You should be like Bryce Garris <laughs> and lace up your sneakers. I love that guy. Shout out, shout out to, yeah, we had Bryce a few weeks ago. Watch that episode. It's really funny. And then Kate actually had him on her running interview series. Yeah, he's so great. Video has like I don't know if anybody views. could be like him though. He is like a different type of person. I know. I was just saying walking. Yeah. But yeah. that guy is literally walking across the fucking country right now. Yeah. He's he's a camping in random places, staying with strangers. It's very entertaining. Yeah. But my point being yeah. is just he's a hard if you if you have a goal, don't switch between ten different goals. Just set your path, set your trajectory, and make it happen. Yeah, you can have multiple goals, I think, but figure out what like lights your soul on fire. And if there's one specific thing out of those many goals that you've been testing out, run with that shit. Then test them out, but just yeah, just do it. Don't I just my point is I do think people like overthink or maybe they're gonna just do they're it. gonna watch learn about every every side hustle online because a lot of people your goal is probably to get out of the nine to five hustle out of that struggle which is so, a great thing to get the fuck out of like, yeah as two people here who have now yeah. gotten out of it i am good at getting people out of it i'm just you gonna be are, fucking honest i am really are. good at getting people out of it i have a case study right right in front of me i am good at getting people out of their nine to five i don't know what i, I mean i'm good at some other things too but that's something i've i think i've proven 
But uh, yeah, guys, just make take action, make it happen. Okay, so what can people stay tuned for? So what's what's the next podcast episode? Yeah, so we have some really cool people I've been interviewing. This podcast, generally speaking, is interviewing people full time in the field who are pros. They're the best at it by listening to conversations with those who are doing this full time are the LeBron Jameses of doing, I'm not going to say I'm the LeBron James. That's, that would be way, I'm just not going to say it, whatever. Our, They're people that are really good at the professionals. investing. We okay. So, so listen right. to us, listen to my other episodes. We share markets, we share data, we share tax tips, like everything. A lot of good info guys. And if you want Jeremy to interview me, just send us a Yeah. Job. Yeah. Let us know if you, whatever. And I'm always open to also feedback from people and comments. Yeah. Like I do what the people want. So I'm, the world is me i'm i am your puppet yeah, <laughs> let me know what you yeah. want me to do yeah and i love you guys and thank you so much for listening it really does mean a lot that you guys are along for this journey i love when i talk to folk and they're like hey i've been listening to you or following you for the last year and a half and you've given me the idea to do x like that literally lights me up too so i really appreciate you guys listening and stay tuned we have really great folk on this podcast anything i can be helpful with give me a holler but Stay tuned until next time. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that follow button. If you're listening on Spotify, please hit it with that five star. Really just do anything you can to help this reach more people. And I would really appreciate that. As always, Kate, any last words, everyone? Any last words? No, but <laughs> love you guys. This has been so fun. Yeah, we'll be back, guys. Until we'll next be time. back, yeah. Until next time.